get right into my beef with C major. Okay. Let me tell you something I know about my parents. All especially right. my mother. Okay. If I tell her, you know, I'm I'm down, I'm ill, I'm not feeling well, mm-hmm. messenger pigeons have been sent. Okay. Everybody in the family knows I was sick. Mm-hmm. Nick Bama's I ain't talked to in years. Second cousins. Mm-hmm. People with last name of, of, of Washington that I've never met. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, you must be related in some way, shape, or form. Mitchells. All the Mitchells know. Mm-hmm. Okay? All the Neils know. Shit. All the people in, in Oklahoma know. Yeah. All the family in the Midwest know. <clears throat> so I started receiving little text messages here and there. Hey, how you doing? Hope everything is well. I know we can't do anything from where we are, but I just wanted to check in and make sure you're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister FaceTimed me three, four times that week, checked in on me. Uh, uh, you want to guess who never called or checked up on on me? Who happens to be on, who, who's a sibling of mine. Let me, let yeah. me just, can I just chime in with something I found interesting? What's up with that? You came through because, you know, you're diligent about the work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you discussed the, the audio or whatever. I said, how are you feeling? Yep. Major continued to discuss the audio. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> When I when I when I saw that there was a new episode, when I mm-hmm. said, "Oh my gosh," I I panicked. I felt bad because I didn't feel like I gave y'all enough time to do what you needed to do as far as a podcast last week. So I was feeling really bad about that. I really felt like I would be able to participate, but I jumped out there a couple of times in the middle of this illness and got sat down. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. I was feeling bad about this. So when I saw the podcast was posted, I was like, oh, man, they did it. They pulled it off. I'm excited that they were to get something up. So I want to I want to participate. I'm now I'm a listener. I don't know what happened when I told you I couldn't make it. No you, communication to me ceased. So I'm just as surprised as the listeners when I ch- tune in to listen to the podcast. And I noticed the audio hiccup and like you said I'm diligent I want to tell you as soon as I can and I chime in with that and you're right Miss Janelle you replied with fuck all that almost. I mean you ain't say all that but it was kind of like fuck yeah. all that audio shit how are you doing Grease and then C Major was like yeah that audio hookup uh, <laughs> that's probably when me and me and Chicken Talk fell off uh, let me look into it <laughs> I don't know if he looked into it I never got a follow up I never got a separate text saying yo sis man I heard you was down you alright like how you feeling like you, you coming back to yourself like what's really good like even if it's on some old selfish podcast shit like can we expect you next week or do I need right. to drag this unvaccinated nigga back in my house you know what I'm saying like shit like that no nothing I heard nothing from C major all week what, what? don't make that face <laughs> hold on nigga <laughs> What's that face me? What? Hold 
And yes, I'm sensitive. And yes, you know this. You've been you've been commenting on my sensitive. No. What you know what? Mm-hmm. Nah. Why is the why is the fuckery in 4K? What, are, what I don't camera know. are you looking at? <laughs> I need this to go away. I need to. I need to. <laughs> you all right? You <clears throat> you here, ain't you? Nah, nah. Some real shit. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm talking about, Miss Chanel? And you wonder why? Now you would like when y'all be having y'all deep in depth conversations. I be feeling a way about it. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not the best. At, you know, we're not the best at open communication on the mm-hmm. deal side of things, right? And the fact that he opens up to you is because you have the, the power of the mighty Drakeford. You have the Drakeford <laughs> touch. You have the Dr. Mom touch mm-hmm. ingrained in you. It's all in your, it's all in your spirit fingers and yeah. shit, right? It's in your first three waves, too. Yeah. <laughs> right at the tip, right? You can see it, right? Yeah, yeah. Right there, right above her eyebrow. That's where, the, that's where you open up to Miss Janelle, we've had listeners come to a meetup and open up to Miss Janelle. By the thirty minutes in, Miss Janelle knows the entire story. Mm-hmm. It's something about that. We not bullshitting. Like that's part of the reason why she is who she is. It's part of the reason why this show is as good as it is because you feel so comfortable sharing with Miss Janelle. But God damn it, nigga! Just are you alive? Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey sis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yo, <laughs> I mean something. Um, nah, I, uh, you know, yeah, mm. real shit. Um, That's all he got. That's all he got. Show sure. enough. Show <laughs> enough. What at this point? <laughs> nah, mm, shit now. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's where we at. That's where we at. Yeah. But this is what I be talking about. This is why we do. If we didn't do the show, people, I wouldn't talk to this baba. <laughs> we wouldn't talk. Yeah. So this is this is my sad, feeble attempt at trying to get to know my brother on a deeper level. And I'm bearing it all. Yes, I'm super. Yeah. And and let me tell you, you thought I was sensitive before, baba. <laughs> <laughs> You said it's a whole you, different ball game. Oh, nigga, I'm ready to cry right now. <laughs> she, she flexed the cry though. Yeah, yeah, like, she let a tear Matter down fact, and sucked it back up. I did. <laughs> you think you think I was getting sensitive in my forties, Baba? Forties, forties, and a possible COVID episode. Nigga, we about to cry every week. Yeah. I'm ready for all the touchy subjects, Miss Janelle. Hit me. Oh shit! Let's start out with a touchy subject. Shit! God damn! I would, I, I would ready. like to apologize for I did not know. Regardless of me knowing or not, I should have reached out to you. You are my blood sister, and regardless of how, how can I put this? Regardless of how our relationship really lacks communication. It still should have been evident to me to reach out to check up on you. I I think I just I think I just like downplayed how bad you actually were. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I appreciate the apology. Yeah. And um, let me go see. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, this is terrible of me, but this dog is 
Sorry. No. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all can hear it. This is, oh, this yeah. is what happens when we open up. Yeah, this is exactly what happened. <laughs> so, Major, are you going to make an attempt to edit here? I'm thinking about I literally, as I took a sip of coffee, I was like, it, like I was like, should I edit this? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you made no attempt to edit with the with it was the too last go round. <laughs> I liked how she just got up. Like, hold it, one, one second. Let me handle this. <laughs> <laughs> like now, we could paint a narrative that in order to get the dog to be quiet, she beat it. So, like, it, wait a we, minute. We, why? We got. Why this. do you want to promote promote animal abuse? <laughs> I'm not really promoting it. It's like we we really kind of we, we we like Michael Vick in her, but but. That- she be wildin', yeah. <laughs> wasn't nothing outside, wasn't nothing even close. <laughs> wasn't a, a car ain't drive, nobody was walking up the street. Everybody sleep. <laughs> yeah. She be wildin' sometimes. I'm I was like, hey Slim. You. I said, hey Slim, what what's what's up? Cause I talk to I talk to dogs and babies the same way. Okay. This <laughs> <laughs> both start with A Slim. Yeah, A Slim, what's your problem? <laughs> So she walks me to the door. I say, ain't nobody out here. And she barks again. Hey, Slim, no, seriously. Was, was, go, go and sit down somewhere. And she kind of gave me the, Rrr. I said, no, no. <laughs> sit your ass down somewhere. I'm glad you explained. I'm glad you explained that because Major was gonna go with uh, animal abuse narrative. Uh, <laughs> oh no! no, 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 no. <laughs> if I had to edit, I was like, <laughs> we excuse <laughs> we at Reels and Fields must excuse this part of the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no! I, n- I never put hands on her. She's a she's a sweet dog most of the time, but I think she's getting older age, and she just. She just be barking at nonsense oh, now. Shit. Yeah. Start complaining so. about shit that don't affect her and shit. Yeah, it's some other arthritis. Who make like it fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Janelle's face. Okay, back to your apology. My my. Oh, I got. I accept up. your apology. Oh, okay. I mean, right. yeah, yeah. It, well, I, I don't expect you to remember. It was hard enough. I could tell you were sweating while you was talking. <laughs> just trying to drink as much coffee as I can. Just making your body hotter. <laughs> Got you. Yeah. No, but I did want to tell you that I was down bad. Okay. It was. It was no bullshit. Hmm. And usually, I could. I could tell you two things to 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 clue you in, C major. Mm-hmm. When the cousins group text is popping, and I don't say nothing. You might want to check in on me. Got you. Even if I, because usually I'll just chime in with a ha ha mm-hmm. or something. You might want to check. If you hear that I'm sick and I'm not responding to nothing, you might want to hit me up. I got if you. If she tells just you directly know. that she's sick yeah. and she doesn't show up, baby steps, Miss Janelle. Baby, <laughs> baby steps, baby steps, Miss Janelle. We're dealing with a Neil. We're dealing with. <laughs> Baby steps. Hell yeah, we the type. We go reach out a month later. I, I heard you was you. down. Uh, well, I heard you had a splurge. It was your spleen. <laughs> like right. <laughs> I didn't even know you had one of those. God, God damn it! They took mine in '84. Yeah, what you doing with a? What you still doing with a spleen in your thirties? Ah, <laughs> oh, you young nigga. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm praying that that conversation did not occur, but the way y'all are going with it, somebody said that. Oh, man. Shoot. Uh, I'm pretty sure I had COVID. I am not taking an official PCR test that provides evidence to the fact. I took a home test. It was positive. Um, a person that I was in close contact with was positive with an official PCR test. I am scheduled sometime next week to go get an official. I don't know if it works like that anymore. It's going to be three weeks by the time. It's so <laughs> jacked up. The whole process is so fucking trash that who knows what the test will say in three weeks. I would have probably be able to run a marathon by now, by mm-hmm. then. So <clears throat> I'm going to try to mute myself as much as possible so the listeners don't have to hear all of that. Um, I'm open to all questions. I, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. Two things I learned over the past week and a half. If you aren't taking it seriously and you are relatively healthy, because I wouldn't say I'm a pillar of health. I mean, most of you guys have seen me or a picture of me. You don't want to fuck around with this thing. Uh, Even with all of the precautions that I have taken, I feel like I was, you know, pretty cautious. You don't want to fuck around with this thing. If you slacked off in any way, meaning you're going out more, you're, you're, you're trusting more people, raw-faced, you are uh, not washing your hands as much or as thoroughly as you once did, I would implore you to rethink those decisions. You do not want this. It was not a little, my version was not a little sniffle. You're not guaranteed to just get a little sniffle, a little tickle in the throat and move and move on with your life. There was two nights in a row where I wasn't sure I was going to wake up the next day. Mm. I have never felt that kind of pain, that amount of discomfort and Gerard, luckily, Gerasmo was here with me, and I did not want to scare her. So I did not tell her what I'm telling y'all now. Mm-hmm. This will be her first time hearing it, unfortunately. You know, you know what that means, though, right? But she's in Maryland now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the hands will transcend. <laughs> <clears throat> there were two nights... I woke up in the middle of the night and I just stared at the ceiling and I literally was just thinking, what what is going on? What is my body trying to do? What can I do to fight? Nothing. And nothing works. Mm. You've been to the drugstore. If you've been to the drugstore lately, you've seen the cold flu owls are wiped out. Shit is what motherfuckers got zinc, all types of <laughs> nothing works. nigga. Nothing works. Niggas got the wrong shit. Niggas got it. Don't matter. You could buy anything. Niggas got what's that? Bronium. Niggas just got, got all. If different you motherfuckers, if you motherfuckers think that you gonna catch COVID and buy Nyquil, <laughs> it doesn't work. If you motherfuckers think you're gonna catch 
a, a bad case. I'll, I'll caveat it and say a bad case of COVID and you're going to pop a couple of Tylenol, it doesn't work. Mm. If you think you're going to catch a bad ca- case of COVID and drink some Theraflu, my nigga, it don't work. None of that shit work. It's bad. If what you about hot toddies, None of it. <laughs> Why you look offended, Major? What do you mean? Hot toddies ain't. That shit ain't popping? Slim. Slim. I'm here to tell you, as a 45 year old, relatively healthy, mm-hmm. I'm still going to use the word relative. Vaccinated. Vaccinated. Mm. Not overdue for a booster. I'm within my range. I'm not due for a booster for a few months. Oh, and you boosted, cuz? I'm not due for Oh, you're one. not due for okay, 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 okay. I got you, I got you. Within the, the, the parameters of what the CDC says, I'm not due for a booster for, <laughs> for a few months now. Nigga, I work for the CDC. They don't, they don't wanna believe them niggas. Slim. <laughs> <laughs> That makes so much sense. It does. It does. <laughs> like I work for them at my other job. That's how. <laughs> that's how loud they are. It's like, nigga, you just gotta answer the questions when you can, and come up with something creative. I was like, all right. I I'm just I just implore you all to be as diligent as possible. Um, I I can I I can't say that it was a flu like nothing. No, the worst flu I've had was nothing like this. I can't tell you it was pneumonia. I never had pneumonia, so I can't really speak to that. What I could tell you is that I couldn't sleep for four days. I was in immense body pain. I couldn't correct it. When you've lost all, mm. you just ran out of ideas. Like everything that everything that the old blacks told you don't work. <laughs> yeah, man. You, you you know ran to the drugstore and, and cleaned out a few shelves, and that don't work. Your 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 citrus. You're you're about to turn into a citrus fruit. You've eaten Fine. so much of it. Mm-hmm. Garlic is to the you know to the uh, uh, a thousandth degree. All the yeah. onions and garlics yeah. and home rim. None like, of that shit worked. Out the organic turmeric. All mm-hmm. of that shit. Yeah. None of it worked. Please be careful, folks. That's all I can say. Now that I'm overcoming it, I feel like I might have a special. Power. That's real <laughs> shit. Let's talk about it. Cause look, Your I'm one of them niggas. Is a different color. <laughs> I'm one of them niggas who feel like they got it in 2019, and since that shit, well, your shit is a little weak now. It's been two years. It's been three years actually. And I haven't felt. Be. I haven't felt the lick of a symptom since. Mm. I haven't uh-huh. gotten. Sick with I anything. might be rolling with you. I well, might maybe be your body you. is so riddled with COVID. That you- <laughs> I'm actually COVID man. <laughs> I'm such a now. perfect host for the COVID. I mean, <laughs> we got a symbiotic relationship. That's why. The COVID is so comfortable. <laughs> we got to hold this nigga upright. <laughs> Slim. Y'all are wild. If I'm making in my ignorant bag for a second. <laughs> For the next three weeks, I will be raw faced. <laughs> I will be walking around this bitch. <laughs> I will go to every public gathering in the Atlanta metro area mm-hmm. with my whole mouth open. 
I will be licking <laughs> poles. Gonna walk around like this. And <laughs> What's that little thing at the dentist they put in there to hold your mouth open? <laughs> I feel like the case I had was so bad. I am goddamn invincible for the next three weeks. I will not test this past three weeks. I won't do that. I'm not that silly. But for the next three weeks, every I'm going bowling. I'm going skating. At what, what's in clothes? I'm going to a packed movie theater. What's the hot new movie coming out? I'm going to a concert, a small venue with no seats. I'm going to... I'm about to live it up. I'm about to really explore. Remember, I keep telling y'all I've been home. I'm not going to be home you for the about, next three you weeks. You about to take a flight on a charter plane. Like. Young, I'm out here. <laughs> I'm out here. I'm catching a Greyhound somewhere. I'm out here. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. Y'all would think I'd be smart enough to get the tissue first. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah. It is. It's that's just wild, irresponsible. I would not be Uber pulling. Oh yeah, I might. I might reinstate my account just to just to drive motherfuckers around raw face. The the ignorant thought did cross my brain. Like, well, I might be good for the next month, so. Let me get out here and live a little. <laughs> Let me go back to normal real quick. Right. Pre-COVID status. It's nuts out here, though. Y'all don't want this shit. I'm telling you now. Don't even try it. Don't even play games. It's nasty. Found a mute button, finally. There we go. How was y'all week? First of all, the episode was fucking hilarious. I had a couple of people chime in. and This is... Again, I, I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave you alone, C Major. I had listeners ask me if I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> when, huh. when, when the episode was released, I had listeners DM me and say, yo, are you good? Is it okay? Like, you okay? Like, what's going on? And C Major, Major said nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But thank you very much for for moving with the swiftness. And I thought it was hilarious. I was slapping my knee last week. I had a great time. Slim. What the hell just happened? (laughs) We thought COVID took over your your setup. I was talking my shit, too. (laughs) (laughs) COVID wasn't having that. I'm just rapping. Y'all were frozen on my end. So I'm like, damn, what happened to them? <laughs> you just disappeared from the screen. Yeah, that joke, that joke caught you mid-sentence. Damn, I don't even know what I was talking. I was still rapping. Like, my eyes was closed. I was in a zone. <laughs> I don't know what happened with that joke. See, Major, you're going to have to check that out. We might yeah. have to... We might have to start from this point if it if it doesn't interrupt again, mm. and that's probably wise because I said a lot of reckless shit. <laughs> yeah, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> but I am feeling better. Uh, I I it's it's slow. Is I'm taking it day by day. I eased into a, a work day on Friday. 
Um, my boss and my coworkers have been extremely gracious and compassionate and boy, that, that matters. It matters so much. Mm-hmm. It really does. I, I I'm, was assigned a few projects. I was feeling a lot of pressure to, to try to get back as soon as possible. And every time I logged in to let them know I wasn't going to make it that day, just nothing but grace. No questions about where I'm at. No questions about what is the status is. Nothing like that. Just you take care of yourself. You get well. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about anything here. Mm-hmm. Um, we want you, you know, to fully recover. And that's that means a lot. That's the exact opposite of my job. I was about to say, that shit sounds amazing and like yeah. a fairy tale. My job is like, oh, you claiming COVID, you need to send me a snapshot of the actual test. You need to, oh, matter of fact, the office is open because fuck it. Uh, and I yeah. quote, everybody's probably going to get it anyway. So we back in here Monday. So <laughs> Slim, I, I really hope the first part of this recording was saved and I hope that if anybody is in charge or a people manager and you're dealing with staff shortages and you listen to the beginning of this podcast where I talk about how I wasn't sure I was going to get, I was home. I didn't make it to the hospital. I was home with this shit. And, 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 you just don't know because you it's something that I've never experienced before. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. you've been I've been sick before. I've had the flu. I've had colds, and you know I I have a 365 day battle with allergies. Mm-hmm. All of this shit was just all of that shit is normal for me, but to experience something like that, I think is very foolish for anybody to talk the way you're, you're saying that your jobs are talking and to, and to move in a way that could possibly put more people at risk of catching the type of illness I had. Right. Because once you've experienced that, and I don't wish this on anybody, but if your boss experienced that, they wouldn't talk like that. Right. A hundred percent. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. And it's a shame that people have to experience it to, to realize the truth about things you know yeah it's crazy because people move like the pandemic is over when we're still averaging around two to three thousand deaths a day um you know when you think about how we tripped off of losing three thousand people on 9-11 and the fact that now that's our daily for this mm-hmm. one thing and people are like eh it's just like a cold. No, it's not. And if it's just like that for you, it may not be for the person that you potentially pass it to. Um, and that's the yeah. scary part. That part was the scary part. Mm-hmm. It was, you, you know how Gerasmo is. Gerasmo is to her detriment, just all emote and empathy. And she wants to rub up on you and love up on you and provide all the, all the skin to skin at the most inopportune times. And this was an inopportune time. And I, I was so weak. I couldn't even push her away, you know? Mm. And that's my biggest fear is like, she, you know, she experienced the illness. We're not a hundred percent sure. You know, I don't want to put all of her information out there, but hers was not like mine. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It just wasn't. It, it it wasn't the same. And so I was fearful, even though hers was recent. I'm thinking, yo, this is different than what you went through. You, you We might need to be extra careful here. Mm-hmm. And even the person that I think I got it from, their version was different than what I experienced. I think that part was more eye opening than anything else, because when you look around, you know, my immediate uh, circle hasn't had a severe case. Right. Hasn't had to be hospitalized, has never talked about the type of symptoms that I'm talking about to the severity in which I experienced it. So that was, you know, scary for me to that was more of an eye opener for me, because up until now, my experience has been okay the older folks are getting that sick not us you know what i'm saying nobody in our age range or 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 uh younger is really getting that sick. no no i got sick that was that was different that was much much different than anything i've ever experienced and i wouldn't want that i wouldn't wish that on anybody see major what is uh what is the policy at your job are they Making people come in with tests and things of um, that nature. Yeah, so right now is if you feel any symptoms, um, don't come in. Uh, get a rapid test, which they got them on site now. Um, and then depending on the results of that, you know, follow the CDC guidelines as far as staying home. And then um, I guess they'll <laughs> we'll work out how we're going to deal with those off days, though, as far as PTO. If we don't got no COVID protocol for that. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the shit that I'm like, that worries me most about it. So that, so I do the most like to take my precautions, like inviting my unvaccinated cousin over to <laughs> to do a podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's yeah, kind of uh, where it's at now. Your unvaccinated had it twice cousin. Yeah. <laughs> my two timer. completely raw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing the same alcohol bottle. Um, nice, nigga. nice. <laughs> Who rides in trucks with random people nigga. every day? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Enters numerous um, establishments, public establishments. Yeah, touching doorknobs. That and 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 in DC, I don't even think he's allowed to go into at this point. <laughs> That's the crazy part, right? Did DC pass that? Am I missing? I heard they were trying to, or is it still in the process? I have no idea. Uh, I know nothing like that is happening down here, but I heard the rumor that DC was trying to get, you know, the same type of um, law on the book that New York has, where you have to be vaccinated to go to public spaces, restaurants, bars, and Things of that nature. So, <clears throat> but even with that, it's it's just you still don't want this shit. <laughs> like, I mean, the person that I think I caught it from is vaccinated and wasn't due for a booster. It, it was just wild. It's just a whole lot of wild. Okay, uh, if we we played by the CDC rules everywhere we could, and still wind up getting it. And if I have to admit. Was I lax in certain situations? Definitely during my visit with y'all. 
but that's not where I can track. It's just, you never know where that, you just never know. So be careful people out there. Just be careful. A hundred percent. Um, besides, I don't want to, I don't want to start the show off of that. God damn. It's so much sad news. Rest in peace and condolences to Regina King and her family and Ian Alexander senior, I believe junior, uh, the dad, Condolences to the dad. Oh, I, condo- oh, I thought you were saying rest in peace. Oh, rest in peace to the son, definitely. But condolences to uh, both parents. Um, what a sad, sad, tragic, traumatizing set of circumstances to live through. Um, as a parent, that's something that I don't think anybody is truly prepared for. And um, please give them space that she asked for on, on their behalf. And, 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 uh, man, that's it. I don't have anything else to say beyond, you know, for that. I read that news and it floored me. Absolutely floored me. Um, rest in peace to meatloaf condolences to his family, friends, fans out there. Uh, there was another passing. Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Yes. Rest in peace to family, friends of the beloved comedic actor. Such a pinnacle part of my childhood. I don't know about you, Miss Janelle, but he just showed up randomly and made me laugh. Yo, you know I'm good for at least three times a year hitting y'all with, see, right now I'm washing lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Soon I'll be on fries. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he just had them gems. <laughs> yeah. Classic, classic. And that's what he was good for. And, and and you think about comedic actors, and you tend to focus in on the ones that just commanded, you know, the, the lead roles and the, and the, and, and, and a hundred percent of the attention. What made a lot of the movies, a lot of the great movies, are those ancillary characters that held it down and their comedic timing was impeccable and they mm-hmm. just made it work. Part of the reason why Betty White was so great at what she did throughout her entire life. I'm watching, I'm rewatching old episodes of Boston Legal with her on it and <laughs> cracking up as if I'd never seen it before. There's just instances when you talk about comic and comedic timing and, and I kind of wish that CO was on on this episode so that we could talk about it a little more in depth. It's the pauses. It's the breaks. Mm-hmm. The words may be funny. Yes. And most people can recite and remember words. It's the timing. It's the subtle facial expressions. It's the pause. It's the straight man. Mm-hmm. You know, just the, the quote that you just mentioned. He was serious about that. Yo. shit. <laughs> you couldn't tell him nothing about it. <laughs> So what a what a what a grand grand career uh he's had and and he will be missed definitely. Absolutely. Anybody else I miss? I feel like a lot has gone on. Uh oh, did we meet eleven thirty tonight? No, Miss Janelle, the coffee machine exploded <laughs> on me. <laughs> My bad, I was the late one today. Yeah, the coffee machine decided to make a mockery of me. 
Oh man, let's what you got for us, uh, C major. All right, what we got right here is Fora with a track called To the Moon. Classic song by Alex Osley. I love the flip. I feel like you have to really be trash to fuck that up. Yeah. Like yeah. you really have to be trash to fuck that that sample up. So shout out to him. What was the name again? Uh, Fora. Fora. Shout out to Fora. Welcome to this week's episode of Reels and Feels. I'm your host T. Greasy with my co-host. Chanel. And our producer extraordinaire. C Major. And thank you again, you guys, for holding it down last week. I want to make sure that that's, you know, I want to, uh, I want to show my appreciation and gratitude. I'm on a new wave now. I was just telling mm-hmm. me, uh, it depended on what part of the audio was cut out prior to getting to this point. I'm on my emotional shit now, so I might cry. And I almost, uh, almost did when I, when I heard how good, how entertaining that last, last week's episode was. I enjoyed it a lot. I don't know about the listeners, but I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I think I think one of the listeners he's like I don't I don't know what that was it wasn't real it was something <laughs> I said dude I was dying laughing so if y'all didn't if y'all didn't enjoy it I did and thank you very much um let's get to this job news passengers stuck at sea after Norwegian canceled cruise mid voyage this is tough hmm this is tough because this this voyage did not leave from the port of Miami. No. No, no, no. <laughs> this this didn't leave from the port of Gal- Galveston, Texas. No, 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 no. This wasn't Hold in Baltimore? On. No, not even. <laughs> this voyage left from New York. Do you know, C Major, how many days at sea you have to be? <laughs> To leave from New York, heading towards the Caribbean, then have the port say, we can't accept you. You have too many COVID cases. Turn your boat around. Hmm. And you have nowhere else to go. 
You see, you just in the, you just doing donuts in the middle of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. This is wild. I was just looking at something on Amazon, I think Amazon Prime or one of those streaming services that was talking about um, a cruise line and what it takes to, to run a cruise line. And they were talking about how they have to have so much food to prepare for emergency instances where they are not allowed to dock. And I think the number, I think it depends on how long your your voyage is, right? If you're doing five-day cruise and you're expected to do like a day or two days at sea, you need to double the two days at sea. This is different, my dude. Mm -hmm. Because I believe New York, from New York, you go to Miami. And then from Miami, then you go to the Caribbean. But you're talking about possibility of this boat being on the water for four additional days. With no land in sight, my dude. Like, you remember what it was that day at sea? That's when the ship does everything they can to keep you from looking outside. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's. They got six different parties going around yeah, the pool. All the clubs yeah. open, yeah. classes. <laughs> everything is going on. Come do this pottery, bitch. <laughs> you signing up for shit you never thought you would ever want to do because they're right. trying to do all they can to keep you from looking out that. <laughs> Looking out that window, going outside and jumping off that bitch because <laughs> you can't see shit. You can't see a damn thing. There's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And there's something that is something that happens to your psyche. There's something. Ha- I mean, it's something happening to us now. We can't go outside the way we want to. We can't maneuver the way we want to. Can you imagine being on a boat, my dog? And you can't you can't go. Mm-hmm. You know. That's crazy. So my heart goes out to all the passengers stuck on this boat. This is wild. And my heart goes out even more to the employees on this boat who are forced to come up with something to distract these passengers while they're making their way. Slim. Mm -hmm. They juggling. You know how many tuna sandwiches I fucked up when we were in Europe? (laughs) (laughs) How many cans of tuna do you think? They blasted through on their way back to New York. Yeah. We fucked up that little cafe, man. <laughs> <laughs> that little tuna croissant joint. I was I talked so much about that tuna sandwich. I was like, I need to I need to come home and make me a tuna sandwich <laughs> or a croissant. <laughs> Bitch I ain't never bought a croissant nope. and put tuna on it. No. Nope. I ain't never come same. home and do that. No, it's not the same. Yo, the day I put that story down though, ever since then I've been getting ads. For Norwegian cruise lines They got this new ship They got the go-kart track on the top And I was like damn It's a shame that uh, (laughs) Y'all coming with the hot shit When I will never (laughs) Nigga imagine getting on the same go-kart track For four extra days (laughs) (laughs) You just riding around in a circle On top of the cruise like, what are you doing? You, you have to return the go kart. No, you have to return me home. Nigga. What are you talking about? Fuck you, I'm mean. pulling up to my room in this shit. Fuck what that. You, what the fuck you, mean. Maneuvering the whole boat in this bitch. <laughs> Slim, until y'all figure out a way to get me to fuck where I need to be. This, this is me. This, yeah. <laughs> this, this is me. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's move on. Fat Joe fundraiser collects $1 million for victims of Bronx fire. Recording artist Fat Joe attends the 35th annual. uh, No, that's something 
unrelated fat rapper fat joe stepped in to help after a devastating fire impacted his hometown of the bronx at least 17 people were killed including eight children and 63 were injured when the apartment building caught fire and smoke quickly moved throughout the building this is one of those high-rise buildings right one of those projects Quote, no matter where I go in the world or what I achieve, I can never forget my community, the rapper told PIX11. I had to react, but I couldn't do it on my own. After the fire, Fat Joe worked with the city's mayor's fund, mayor's fund to launch a fundraiser for the victims. According to Complex, the fundraiser received contributions from Jay-Z, DJ Callen and others in Fat Joe's network. So glad that the famous people from the area were able to collaborate and pull together funds to assist the the hundreds of families that were displaced and those that lost their lives. Condolences to all those that lost their lives in this tragic event. This raises a a question and kind of reminds me of that fire that took place in England when we were abroad mm-hmm. and we were getting a, a lot of news about that. It also makes me think about the apartment building that collapsed in Florida. Um, structurally, these buildings are getting up in age. Structurally, um, updates and maintenance and things need to be kept up with. And hopefully, I don't know how many more of these it'll take, but hopefully owners of these buildings will start to realize that the cost of life may outweigh the cost of doing what is required to maintain safety in these buildings. I know I'm. this is far-reaching. This is probably me just dreaming. But this is a travesty. This is dangerous. This, this makes me sad because I imagine that the folks inside of these buildings, this building felt helpless, felt trapped, and that's just a scary thought to to try to process those feelings while flames are erupting around you. Yeah, the thing that that troubled me about that story was the way that the new mayor of New York City (laughs) decided, in my view, to victim blame and say that the use of space heaters was the, the catalyst. But the thing about it is it occurred on one of the coldest nights Um. What a- of the season at that point and the heat not only was not working but it had been reported several times and the owner of that building is part of the mayor's staff so you know the cover mm-hmm. is in full effect mm-hmm. and it's like you put people in a position where they can literally freeze to death if they didn't provide space heaters for themselves and then you blame them um yeah, that's trash. Yeah, that's that's complete and utter trash. I'm hoping that you know a full investigation will uncover all of the wrongs and fines, hefty fines, just dumb, stupid fines will be assessed. But we'll see how that how that plays out. Malik McDowell arrested for public exposure and assaulting a deputy. Uh, a second round pick of the Seahawks in 2017. Uh, his career was derailed by an ATV accident before reemerging as a 16-game starter with the Browns this year. Uh, he was arrested in Florida. According to the South Florida Sun Sentinel, 
McDowell was arrested for public exposure and beating a deputy. Per the police report obtained by the Sun Sentinel, it was alleged it was allegedly a violent attack that left the deputy dazed. The arrest occurred on Monday in Deerfield Beach. McDowell has been accused of exposing himself in public, resisting arrest with violence and battery on a law enforcement officer. The police report indicates that the incident began after a call was received that a man was walking naked near school. McDowell has had several run-ins with the law enforcement, including a September 2017 DUI and a December 2017 allegation of disorderly conduct. In February of 2019, he was charged with operating a vehicle while intoxicated, resisting arrest and assault. The league suspended him two games. The police report indicates that McDowell remains on probation in Michigan, which will create a separate set of legal issues for McDowell. I'm listening to this and I dare not claim to know that much about CTE, but unfortunately, that's the first thing that pops in my head as I'm reading it. Any thoughts by anybody else? Yeah, Major, I want to know what you think. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely a... Like, yeah. I just got to know... I need to know specific positions because it got to be a nigga in the league that like... Of course, you got your PR and shit, but I, it got to be a specific nigga that when you know you got niggas that's on a string of, of behavior, like who is AB's check this nigga nigga like come on now you want to create that position I feel like the players commission needs to establish on every team you need to check this nigga nigga how big is the check this nigga nigga yeah I was about to say who who (laughs) it gotta be a former like linebacker or something like you know it gotta be oh somebody else with CTE okay Somebody who overcame it. It got to be a nigga that's an inspiration. Nobody has overcome CT. <laughs> I'm just like the deputy, that, the deputy that he attacked. And we've discussed briefly and probably a few years ago what it's like to fight a naked nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> the things that are going through your mind yeah. when a naked nigga is approaching you. Um, <laughs> like, not the uh, hands. <laughs> it's not the first day. That's not the first thing that's on your mind. I'm seeing an easy target as a woman, and and right. understand that you know one of the quickest ways to get a bama off of you is if you're naked. If you're coming at me fully exposed. That's the first place I'm going, but I can understand from a male's perspective that you might have some, some thinking lose, to lose. do. <laughs> Even with a tightly clenched fist, nigga, you just touched the man's <laughs> raw nutsack. <laughs> like, I can imagine me uppercutting a nigga in the nuts and he naked and somebody in the crowd like, hey, yo. <laughs> you wild. <laughs> Fighting the fighting the naked bitch is it 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 poses the same type of questions as a woman. Mm. I mean, if 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 I can try to relate the two, I mean, if you just got raw titties flapping and coming your way, <laughs> what you know? Do you punch the titty as a woman? <laughs> like, no, nothing seems like the appropriate response. You know what I'm saying? 
I swear if I got punched in the nipple, man, it would, it would, it would slow me down. Goodness. Yeah, and then like what if what if they're not sensitive in the nipple? You know, you might you, you might give it all your might and they still coming. <laughs> I kick a bitch in the pussy. I'll say y'all <laughs> Yeah, I shouldn't have been so ready with that statement. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> have you no shame. Let me relax. Nah, Miss Janelle wears some mean shoes. You don't want to get kicked in the pussy by Miss Janelle. That's for that's for fucking certain. Yeah. And you raw you raw coochie out in the streets. Oh yeah, nah, nah. You, you don't pick a you don't pick a fight with a bitch with a stiletto. Sorry. Yeah. You just hey, don't. Man. Your crazy gotta you you gotta direct your crazy in a different direction. Yeah, you gotta have a a job strap on. You look to her, sh- <laughs> <laughs> or you look to her shorter friend in comfortable shoes. Wait, I'm preparing I'm, to wild out. I get naked. I grab a cup and a jock strap. Major, like how does? <laughs> Oh no, this bitch got me fucked up. Hold on, hand me my. <laughs> Slim. Yeah, but whatever wow. he's going through, it's not a, it's not a game. It's no, no, definitely. Oh man, let's move on. Sotheby's unveils five hundred and fifty-five point five five carat black diamond thought to come from outer space. What else? What what else are they trying to do to sucker people into buy shit? What the fuck is Slam. this? Yeah, what is this this is some <laughs> bullshit? <laughs> this is all bullshit. This is all bullshit. We trying to get these precious. Gem- Nobody's buying diamonds anymore. What do you mean? <laughs> Nobody's been. <laughs> Talk about it, major. Ain't nobody buying diamonds. We out here. We on a different mission. <laughs> oh shit. We all here mining this motherfucking Bitcoin, nigga. What you mean? Diamond. Diamond from outer space, nigga. I got this Dogecoin. I'm going to the moon, nigga. Come on now. The Dogecoin is taking you to the moon, my dog? <laughs> to the moon. I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. I, I don't know. Somebody hit me up in my DMs talking about uh, mining Bitcoin. And I was like, I'm not interested. And then he kept talking and I blocked him. Mm. Um, I'm seeing a clear divide with like half of Generation X and older. Mm. I don't know where the age is yet, but it's like half of our generation and pretty much 90% of the older, you know, the baby boomers and and up. Anti-metaverse, anti-NFT, anti-everything digital, yeah. They, they're not fucking with anything y'all talking about in a make-believe place, okay? <laughs> and then, like, the other half of Generation X, those who are a little more tech-savvy may, you know, get it a little bit more, a little more educated in that space, are all in. And and the millennials, a good 
percentage of them are all in and generation Z, a good percentage of them are all in. You're seeing people change their fucking profile pictures to crazy looking monkeys and yeah. and things of that nature and they're talking about how lit it is and they're buying Oculus and all of this shit and they they living out their world in this metaverse and I'm thinking to myself, I'm somewhere in the middle. How the fuck do you have time to do this? That's A. Mm. That's mm. A. How the fuck do you have time to do this and make it profitable and work? <laughs> like, what am I missing here? What the fuck am I missing? My problem with the whole Bitcoin mining thing is the 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 structure of our power grids can't support it right now. So until we do something sustainable as far as energy goes, you're really... The, the the better you are at it and the more into it you are and the more people around you that you get into it, you're you're pretty much destroying and crushing people because that energy is gonna be paid for by mm-hmm. by residents. Um It's like driving a Humber across country. Yes. You're burning a lot of energy to to a, accumulate something of perceived value at this point if we wanna yeah. be if you wanna be honest about it where you can drive across country in a in an electric car and save a lot of energy or you know you could use a different vehicle to uh, to achieve the same goal and then i'm hearing about people their digital wallets being lost or locked or (laughs) not that you could lose that shit too slim you could lose a pack this one dude that has i don't know how much in bitcoin Oh, yeah, and he yeah. can't remember the password to get to yeah. And he I think he's down to one more shot Of, of guessing <laughs> his password You're talking about millions And millions of dollars that he has That he can't access That's the that's one of the scariest yeah. Parts about this whole Bitcoin Thing It's like okay it, I dabble I'm dabbling like shit I'm $10 a week Let's see what happens type of thing. Mm-hmm. And and because I'm somewhere, like I said, I'm just somewhere in the middle. I'm not all the way anti, but I'm not all the way for either because I just, honestly, who has the time? Because real world things still exist in, in, in my universe and, and the way my life is set up. I am... Unfortunately, I'm I'm all capitalist. I'm in. I've con- I've committed years ago to this system. So I don't have the time or the luxury to kind of explore other opportunities of uh less tangible ways of making money and, and things of that nature. I just haven't had the opportunity to really dig into it the way I want to. That's my Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but hey, go, man, if, if you want to buy a space rock from Sotheby's, have that. Oh, yeah, man. about that. Yeah. <laughs> have, have fun. And yeah, also those precious diamonds that seem to be, they seem to never run out of in Africa. That y'all <laughs> right. <see. laughs> it's not one of a that, that rare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have fun with that. Um, record number of guns found at TSA checkpoints last year. Eighty six percent of them loaded. Agency said. I I told y'all well, we've had a few stories about this, and I told y'all about my experience about uh, regard leaving Atlanta. There's so many warnings and postings and signs and reminders, and it's so 
prevalent in Georgia that, you know, it's a fine. They don't haul you off. Like, you know, if you try to get on a plane in Baltimore at BWI or DC with a gun, they haul, like, you got, you got to sit. You got to sit. Yeah, yeah. I seen Bama's in Georgia be like, hey, this locker's right there. Just go put that Just shit up. Just go put the gun up. <laughs> Just go put the gun up and you can still make your flight, my dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's basically how they treat it down here. Hey, I'm hearing that they're trying to move to having a, a no permit open carry thing happening yes. in Georgia. Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Shit. It's going down. It's going down. Uh, and I think they're going to pass it. I think it's going right. to happen. It's going to be the wild, wild west down here. I was just telling a, a friend of mine uh, not too long ago that it still shocks me and I have to stop looking so shocked and stop looking like an out of town, out of town, towner when I see it on people's hips mm. walking around down here. It's no, And it should not be that foreign to me being that we have visited the Midwest on several occasions and that's just kind of how they roll in Oklahoma and things of that nature. But it's still kind of, you know, it catches my eye and I, I often stare because I'm like, I don't have it. Mm-hmm. So I need to know who has it so I could be around. Slapping leathers. Slapping <laughs> leathers is still the funniest part of that shit. Young. That's how niggas running in the, in the airport in Georgia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's how they running into Kroger's to get some greens, nigga. <laughs> Seen somebody with a gun on their hip to get some breakfast meat. I'm like, God damn. Like you you wasn't at, sure you was gonna make it? <laughs> at seven thirty seven, nigga. Like Slum. You came here to get some Jimmy Deans with a with a gat on you? Like, that's tough. And and uh, I I say that, and then a news story I recently watched. Bama's is wild out here. Bama, they, they just arrested a dude down here for just shooting into a house. This Bama's <laughs> caught on a ring. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, he was caught on a ring doorbell in Marietta, just running up the steps and just shooting at a house. And he did it on January 13th. He came back on the 14th and did it. <laughs> <laughs> and he came back on the 15th and His did it. His daily shooting? <laughs> what? Hey, man, I can't break my routine now. Now, luckily, <laughs> nobody was home during these shootings, but he literally came three days in a row to shoot this, at a house. This nigga had to hit his target. He kept missing the bullseye. It's wild, yeah. It's wild down here. And then I saw another story where this dude was walking around a neighborhood and kicking in doors and just, you know, your basic B&E. Mm-hmm. Well, he busts into one lady's house who happens to work the night shift, so her house appeared to be empty. She, it appeared to, that she was at work, but her car was in the garage and she mm. was sleeping during the day. The camera catches him enter the foyer she hears the loud commotion. She yells, I have a gun. I'll put two in your ass. 
you see him promptly run out the house. Because <laughs> you know what it is. Slim, because you know what it is in Georgia. Because if yeah, they, yeah. I got a gun, it's real shit in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, don't want to. that lightly. The camera in her foyer catches him haul ass out. The doorbell camera across the street <laughs> catches him hop Dukes of Hazard style into his vehicle <laughs> and pull off. So, yes, I believe that everybody's going to just have a gun strapped across their chest down mm-hmm. here at some point in the future. Like, it's, it's bound to happen. Yeah. But nearly 6,000 guns were found in carry-on luggage at checkpoints nationwide <laughs> in 2021, breaking a record set just two years earlier, according to Transportation Security Administration. The 5,972 guns intercepted at U.S. airports last year represent a 35% increase or more than 1,500 more weapons compared to 2019. The agency also reports that 86% of those firearms were loaded. So Bama's just got it on them and just walked into the airport. I told you, it's it's so common nature to just have it on you that mm-hmm. you might just, if you're taking a trip, you just might throw your drawers and some socks on top of the bag that in is in. bag. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I could definitely see that happening, and I'm 100% sure that that's how it's happening. And, and most of the folks who are getting hemmed up didn't even know that it was in there. Yeah, they could just threw on his coat real quick, and yeah. Deuce Deuce was in his inside pocket. Yeah, they caught that $49 Southwest trip, and it was like, I can't pass this up. Let me pack real quick. <laughs> that's what's happening. Bronx raised Cardi B, offers to pay fire victims bur- burial costs. Uh, Cardi B has offered to pay the burial costs for all 17 people killed in a fire that ripped through a New York City high rise. New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced Wednesday that the Grammy winning rapper had offered the financial relief for victims of the fire in the Bronx where she grew up. Many of the victims had ties to Gambia and families of several of the victims plan to bury them in their West African homeland. Cardi B has committed to paying the repatriation expense for the victims who will be buried in Gambia. And that's expensive. That gets pricey. So shout out mm-hmm. to Cardi B for being able, having the means and, and, and wanting to help those families. Yeah, definitely. Trucking companies are bumping up the salaries. Trucking companies enact largest pay increase in history. A major trucking firm in the U S just enacted a major pay increase for the drivers, the largest in decades In the decades-old company history, in fact, KLLM Transport Services is boosting pay up to 33% for its over-the-road truckers and for trainees coming out of its academy, while the regional company drivers and independent contractors will see a hike of 10 to 16% starting next month. That's a lot and far more than the current inflation numbers face in the U.S. KLLM CEO Jim Richards told us why basically comes down to drawing in good talent and recognizing their drivers for a job that is incredibly taxing. Shout out to the CEO of this company for recognizing that he's probably still underpaying. Yeah. Let's keep mm-hmm. it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it funky. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, they, they definitely work the numbers and, and it fit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of that, all of that salary increase will be passed along to the buyers of good products at your local grocery stores and retailers. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for your bag of chips to go up once again 
That family pack. Remember the family pack, the big gigantic dumb bag of chips. It used to be two dollars and sixty nine cents. It's now like retailing for six. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. you caught it on sale. <laughs> mm. That shit is like six bucks regularly. So net the sale is happening now because of the playoffs. So you could get a bag mm. for like four fifty, four sixty nine. Let's move on. Loose monkeys. Miss Janelle, uh, I could see Miss Janelle's face when she slapped this in the group text. I don't know if you imagined it, C Major, but I definitely saw her face. Now that you say something, I could definitely picture the face. Yes. Yeah. It's, the story starts like this, C Major. You tell me, look at Miss Janelle while I say this. <clears throat> All loose monkeys were accounted for Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> After three escaped following a crash Friday in rural Pennsylvania, authorities said the crash occurred in Montour County's Valley Township when a pickup truck towing a trailer with the primates turned in front of an oncoming truck and was hit. The trailer separated from the truck and three monkeys escaped, according to the crash report. Slim. Where these monkeys were headed for headed towards a lab, right? To a lab, yeah. So these are lab monkeys mm. who have probably already been poked and prodded already. Do you mm. know we were this close to Planet of the Apes, my dude? Oh yeah, it only take three. It yeah. only right. one. For real, for real. Yeah, three is that's too take many. One scratch a bama, spit in yeah. his face. Slim. Yeah. <laughs> you got the pandemic. You got loose mm-hmm. monkeys. Yep. Planet of the Apes is right around the corner. Right there. <laughs> it's right, right there. there. Go back and watch the reboot, my dude. We talking some real shit here. Hey. The Bama who captured that last monkey is about to catch a flight. Unbeknownst to him, mm-hmm. he's caught some type of pox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some pox mixed with the mixed with COVID. Some yep. pox some pox vid. Yeah. <laughs> And and he's laying over in three cities before he gets yeah. to where he's going. We three cities with four bitches. So <laughs> we call him P Vitty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> P Vitty. P motherfucking Vitty just got on my nerves. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, this is how it starts. This is how it starts. Hey, well, it was nice knowing y'all. <laughs> I got nothing, man. I got nothing. If the monkeys take over, <laughs> I got nothing. I can't help you. Yes. <laughs> you want me to fight? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> These motherfuckers strong as shit. You trying to? You really trying to go toe to toe with a monkey? Yo, slim. That's why we need the guns, Miss Janelle. <laughs> Y'all, is, Georgia's a step ahead. Y'all see what's coming. Mm-hmm. We ready, hey, man. We prepping for the monkeys. Y'all slipping. Hey, the monkeys can pick up tools too. I'm just hey, saying. We've seen it all. Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the defeat on your face, though. It just sat in. It's like these niggas got thumbs. <laughs> Right. Um, got a touchy subject for us. Touchy subject time, right? Let's do it. Yeah, (laughs) I'm ready to cry. Wait a minute. Why do you feel like it's? 
I just told y'all I'm on a whole nother. I survived something. Uh, I'm ready to cry. She born again. Yes, something like that. <laughs> nah, it's just you know a, a few episodes back I said I had thoughts on people punishing kids for grades. Um, and I was gonna get into that later. And I I was chilling on it, and then I saw a tweet where a young lady was saying that she promised her kid a PS5 if he got straight A's. Now it's looking like he's going to get straight A's, and she don't want to give him the PS5. Um, and that really that really got me and, and made me mad. But I first want to ask, were you all in a situation where you were punished if you got bad grades? Because that was not my experience. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. Like, that was the only reason a nigga got good grade. It's just to stay off punishment. Yeah. No, that was that was enforced heavily. All three of us experienced it. That was a non discriminatory form of punishment. Grades had to be right in order to avoid punishment. And what was the explanation behind why you were supposed to get good grades? Wait a so minute. Wow. <laughs> Slim, you act like we talked. <laughs> I just told you this nigga didn't call me and I was sick. Man, thought I was going to talk back to my parents. I don't even talk to my sick sister. What's going on? <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. I, I can't say. I can't say just, you know, based on some adult conversations that I've had with my father. Um, that his explanation for the punishing was that he interpreted bad grades as being lazy. He felt he knew our potential and that if we were not making good grades, that it was not for lack of understanding and, 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 uh, comprehension. It was for lack of trying and work hard and work ethic. And that he wished his parents enforced some type of worth ethic on him. Ergo, that was his mountain he was going to die on with us. Okay, so like... I need to talk to our parents. Talk to somebody, (laughs) C-Major. Good God. In what ways did they support you all succeeding academically? Like, did you all, like, read to them, get read to have sessions where they they helped you at work or they see unfortunately even though he had this theory he did not comprehend well so he was not he did not have the ability to assist us past i would say for me yeah for me probably elementary school when it came to reading comprehension and things in that nature elementary school was where he kind of stopped. Uh, I would say that for both of them because my mom would admittedly say that she did not take school seriously. And so beyond writing, like, here's the thing. So my mom could write mm-hmm. and comprehend and her grammar was on point. Pops could not. Mm-hmm. His math was on point. Mm-hmm. And so we got help with him on math up until mm-hmm. about middle school. Mm-hmm. And anything where we had to write papers, essays like that, we could run that past our mother. So, because I always felt like, you know, I, I had a lot of friends who around 
report card time and um what was that bullshit in between progress, progress. report time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i would lose a lot of my team yeah <laughs> because Yo. me being one of them Yo, <laughs> because of <report>. punishment <coughs> and i i didn't i didn't move that way in in my family but i also never had an issue with with grades but i always felt like parents saw it as a reflection on them and Mm -hmm. and took it out on their kids when sometimes they were getting the reflection from them yeah Mm. yeah you know what i mean and um like I said, I, I tread lightly with it, but it bothered me when I saw this thing where this this parent was pretty much breaking their trust with their child over some bullshit when, you know, you could have just not promised it if you mm-hmm. couldn't deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, don't dangle a carrot in front of your kid over grades and, and do that. But, like, I, I feel like, as a person who's not a parent, it's always difficult to to say where parents are coming from when they do that type of thing. But it pains me because I always feel like parents are worried about how they look to the people at the school. And that's the first instance of of where their anger comes from when their kids aren't performing well. And often the last step is understanding how that child learns, um, what that child's strengths and weaknesses might be, how that child processes information. Um, But really, I just, I hate it. I just, the idea of of punishing kids because they don't meet an arbitrary standard set forth by whatever institution they're in I think it makes I think it sullies the relationship between parents and children mm-hmm. and I think it's often something that neither side can talk about as a child you can't articulate like most times you can't articulate that when I go to school all of these other things are happening that make it difficult for me to perform in this way, or I just don't have the capacity to perform in this way. And as a parent, I think it's hard to be able to admit that you're showing me my shortcomings, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not only academically, but as a parent or whatever they're going through. But that just, that is something that fucked me up today. So I just wanted to 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 talk about it but like having that happen and I know Greece your kids are done with school mm-hmm. but like major have you thought about how you'll function with that if you become a parent Oh yeah I'm already ready to uh tap out after elementary <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah the blueprint the blueprint was laid I was <laughs> But I'm not gonna, yeah, I, I'm definitely not gonna function the way grades are the, you know, ends all, or the way that I, you know, reward or punish my kid. Like I'm gonna try to have some better understanding and realize where shortcomings may be present. Like you know, whether they're mine or the kids, and try to get whatever necessary help or implement whatever necessary tools need to be implemented. 
Mm. Um, I think during during the process of or we'll get a trade, nigga. <coughs> <laughs> What's up? What you, you good with your hands, nigga? Cause math ain't it, but shit. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, I I talked to you know during our process of raising the three, um, we acknowledge strengths and weaknesses between all three of them. And so we tried not to hold them all accountable to the same type of standards, Mm -hmm. but we offered the same type of rewards, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if the challenge for host stepson was, you know, paying attention and just giving forth the effort in English and grammar and history, because he excelled in math and science, then just just give it an effort. Give it the college try. Mm-hmm. And Look we'll, alive in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't go to sleep. Don't because he is as polite and as well mannered as he's been. <clears throat> he would simply just tell his teacher, I'm not going to do this work. I will not disrupt your class. I'm going to put my head down now. And then. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> and so we asked that he not do that. <laughs> that he, you know, give some effort <clears throat> and try to make the situation um, easy for the other students by leading as an example. And with the ladies, uh, with the young ladies that we raised, you know, with one, we didn't have any concerns. So the reward, it was almost like a moot point to offer a reward for education because Jazzy B was already self-motivated in those areas. That was not something that she needed motivation for. Uh, Spoon Stealer needed all the motivation Mm -hmm. just to make it out, you know, just to kind of maintain and and be... um, I, th- I think it's useful. I'll put it like that. I think it's useful, but you got to know your kids mm-hmm. and you, and you can't just make a blanket statement that, you know, on a roll or bust, you know, I'm not going to put, we didn't really hand out punishments for not uh, making good grades. Uh, you just weren't rewarded, mm-hmm. you know? And so that, that was, we we treated it as 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 a job like you don't get paid if you don't do what you're supposed to do so you're not going to get a reward for lackluster effort and results you will get rewarded if you exceed expectations in you know what whatever it is that may have been a challenge for you and so um that's how we proceeded i don't like i didn't i never liked the fact that i got punished for things that my parents couldn't accomplish themselves. Mm. I always found that to be quite hypocritical. And that was part of the conversation that I had with both my parents. Like y'all were wild. Y'all were wild Mm -hmm. for that. You both enjoyed other pleasures. And then they had an expectation, at least for me, I received expectations of trying to be some popular kid, some hot shot kid because they both, had that as a reputation in their house. I'm like, Slim, you can't have it both ways. Either I'm being these books. <laughs> I'm being these hallways. Nigga. Right. One of the two, you know. Uh, 
you know, it was almost like a, a, a little bit of pressure to be in a superlatives part of the yearbook. I don't know, C Major, if you experienced that, but. Oh, no. Nah. Pops just wanted me to be the swole nigga that he was. I was like, look at me, nigga. Like, nigga, I, I barely made it here, nigga, like, as a human. <laughs> just stepped out of that box over there. Yeah. Talking about, you, talk you about. want me to be swole. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely imposed their teenage years on us in different ways. So that, um, I'm thankful and not, and also sad that he did that to you. <laughs> but that's something that we could share. Mom wanted me to be, I was best dressed. I was like, Slim, you don't, you don't make enough for me to be best dressed. <laughs> so let's. That's a different conversation in the 90s, Mom. Right. <laughs> Right. In the 70s, you made your own clothes. It was hot right. to be creative and shit like yeah, that. You like cut up the drapes and shit. You, know. Man, you just you, told me I couldn't get those jeans. So slim. here we are. You, put, you had to put my used jeans on layaway for six months. I'm never going to be best dressed. By the time you got my used jeans off of layaway, they were no longer cool. So, slim. That was it was a rough time, rough time. <clears throat> well, yeah, that was all. That was just that was just on my mind today. Thank you all for sharing, um, sharing your experience. I mm. just I told my mom I was like, look, a lot of these days I'm just not gonna go over there. So if <laughs> Slim. if you'll keep the excuses coming. <laughs> Blew my mind, C major. I'll keep the grades coming. Mine was blown. I'm like, yo, why is she? I'm, I'm, I'm on campus, not going to class. Clearly, and I could just call Janelle at any time during the day. You try to hit up IHOP, yes, yeah, let's go. I'm like, wait a minute, you not in school? Nah. <laughs> No. My mom would literally tap my door and be like, "You going in today?" Nah, <laughs> I can't do today. it. Slim tap, tap. Hold on, tap the door. <laughs> <laughs> but see, major, I didn't understand it until I had a Jazzy B. Hmm. And Jazzy B was this because and and Jazzy B was so on point with all things education that if she woke up and decided not today, we was like, all right. <laughs> Like what the fuck I'm gonna tell you? What you gonna fall behind? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. So I, I get it. <laughs> I was in my youth, I was a hot headed person. And I was like, I could go every day and beat bitches up and mm, mm. be <laughs> and be suspended and at some point expelled. Mm-hmm. Or you can trust that I'm not fucking with this today, but I'm gonna get everything done. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like that sounds about right so yep 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 yeah <coughs> uh i just want to make this announcement before we move on with my experience it just kind of reiterated what's available the fema funeral assistance program is still a thing it is still happening if you have lost a loved one relative related to coronavirus covid19 after january 20 2020 in the United States, including the U.S. territories and the District of Columbia, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, also known as FEMA, 
is offering funeral assistance to ease some of the financial burden and stress caused by the pandemic. This is still a thing. Who is eligible? U.S. citizens, non-citizen nationals, uh, and qualified aliens. There is no requirement for the deceased person to have been a U.S. citizen, non-citizen national, or qualified alien, which includes anyone with legal permanent residency, uh, or better, also better known as a green card refugee or asylum status withholding of deportation conditional entry parole into into the u.s for at least one year for humanitarian purposes is a cuban haitian entrant or has a pending or approved petition for relief based on battery or extreme cruelty by a family member there is no online applications so you want to apply by calling the funeral assistant hotline at 844-684-6333, um, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. They have multilingual services available. Um, you want to have the following documentation, and that is an official death certificate indicating the death was due to COVID-19, the funeral expense documents, and proof of funds received from other sources. This is still a thing. They're still funding this uh, funeral assistance. So if you have, uh, if you've unfortunately lost someone close to you and you're responsible for the funeral costs, you can use, utilize that information and still get reimbursed. Um, <clears throat> again, thank you all uh, for inquiring about my status. I appreciate you, C Major. Uh, I will thank you next week as yours came a week later. (laughs) Um, As always, you can go to reelsandfeels.com and donate. We've had some recent new donations. Um, With my illness, we are a little bit delayed on getting those producer episodes up and running to you. We will try to bang. I want to try to get like two or three in the uh, recorded in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we will discuss schedules so that we can get that accomplished. So the producers are taken care of. Please thank you for your gracious, um, your graciousness and your patience with that. I know we owe you and it's coming soon. We promise. Um, thank you for your continued support and donations uh, and for those of you who are still listening and have not yet donated, thank you for listening. Uh, share us with your friends. If you have like-minded friends, crazy sense of humor, please share it. Um, <clears throat> the more listeners, the better. We are trying to uh, make this podcast something better and more special. I know I made a lot of promises at the top of 2021. Some of those things got postponed and moved around due to the move, but they are still on the agenda and we are still progressing forward. See, Major's looking real crisp over there with a brand new camera. Uh, We got to get one in the hands of Miss Chanel and one here in Georgia so that we all can present to you um, our undone hair and... (laughs) And bags under our eyes. So you can see just how <laughs> how punished we are in real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all have asked for that presentation. We are working on it. Um, see, Major, you and uh, Host Stepson need to talk to or get in contact with tech support with this program. This is the second week in a row we've had 
a technical issue. So if you can mm-hmm. get with get together with Ron and figure out why that's happening, if 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 one or all three of us need to up our Wi-Fi or something, try to can you look into that for us, please? Yeah, sure thing. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, that T-shirt is still up on the website. If you are a small or medium, five dollars, get it out of Miss Chanel's apartment. She's she's done with them. If you do not, we will start using them to wash our cars. <laughs> <laughs> so, we should get in between the rims real good. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> these new. Yeah, let, can I tell you? <laughs> I took the I took the lights. Thank you for that, CBH. <laughs> I took the Lexus in for service, mm-hmm. and boy, did I want to just leave it there. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's still so fresh. Why do you? Boy, did I want to just leave the key there and walk away and try to f- figure out my way on the martyr back to my. <laughs> <laughs> Or walk down I twenty something, Slim. Yo, <laughs> boy, did I? I mean, you know, I just I haven't paid a car note in a while, so it was it was. I'm on I'm on month three or four of this, and yeah, I, I was like, and I gotta pay for this service. I just mm. I can leave this here. I'm over it. I'm over it. But uh, Jeep is still yet to hit me back about the recall part. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that thought quickly evaporated and I got in my car and drove all back home. Yeah, you went ahead and handed him that, uh, that debit card. Yeah, I went ahead and handed him the debit card and, and signed away a good chunk of money for them to do something basic like an oil change and <laughs> top off my fluids or whatever the fuck they're doing nowadays. <laughs> Oh, C major, y'all rip motherfuckers off. Y'all really do. Oh man, um, it's the increasing prices uh, due to supply <laughs> chain. Man. And I hate man. that. I hate that all you service motherfuckers are so nice too. And I Yo. just every time I run into one of them, I'm like, C major is not this nice. I know he's not. <laughs> I know for a fact he's not. Yes, yes, and that be the killer, like with the foreigns, and you can't just go anywhere. No, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Fuck!" I'm telling you, man. When when the last time I had a foreign, sweet Jesus, <laughs> I t- at, at, and and Greece, like you, I walked away. I strolled out. <laughs> you did. I strolled you out did. into the lot. I said, "Hey, man." What's that yard's hitting on, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> my man you said. You sure did. My man said, are you serious? You I'm can put damn you in the new version <laughs> of your foreign. Right. <laughs> the fuck you can. I'm telling you right now, it's your car. Mm-hmm. And, um, and good luck. Like, they was like, oh, man, your credit, you can get this. You eligible for this. I hear you. I hear all of that. <laughs> Let me tell you what's wild. Because it's still such a shortage. They would pay me to take my car. That's mm-hmm. why I'm ready to put the. I was so ready to drop the keys. I was like, "Wait a minute, this thing is worth what now?" Slim. Hey. I've never. When have you ever heard of a car gaining value? Appreciating. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of older SUVs. Right. Like, if you got an older between the year like 02 to 08 Toyota. 
or Chevy SUV might be sitting on it for the, for the first time forever. You might be sitting on an investment. <laughs> Slim, <laughs> if you've automobile. got yeah, if you've got an extra car mm-hmm. right now, consider yourself. This is the time to get rid of it. It really is. Yeah, they are yeah. give. They are giving you everything. Like literally, I I looked up the same spec, same car to the same place I got it from, and that car is is now six to seven thousand dollars more than what I paid. And I made sure to add the mileage that I've driven on it. Like I was like, wait a minute, let me make sure these apples the apples. Yo, these are apples. <laughs> You think that's what I'm saying? I pulled up in that dealership. I was like, "Yeah, I could walk out of here with eight grand, or, or at least four. Right? You know, mm. Let me drop this key off and and figure <laughs> out my way. <laughs> and go look at the Jeep when I get home. Slim, just go sit in that bitch. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. But um, as always, thank you for fucking with us. We will be back next week. I am T Greasy, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm Devious Dose. You can find me on Twitter at C Major P U H C E E. That's C E E Major P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. Got a link in both those bios with everything uh, you want to get into as far as music, videos, all that. Seen this before music video just mm-hmm. dropped with a uh, note and canine. Um, ain't that crazy on YouTube and um Bandcamp? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and um hit those jumps up and uh fuck with me. That ain't that crazy. That's yeah, man. God, I hate. Yeah. I I really don't like fucking with you like that on that <laughs> on a level. <laughs> but I am anxiously awaiting that to hit the streaming platform to add to my to my drive fast playlist. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, like I said, I'm still waiting on host steps, son. But real shit, if he if if he don't move with it, I you know I'm I'm a legit nigga. Whatever we make off of it, you know I got no problem splitting the profit. So yeah, it, it's going to be coming soon. Um, cool, regardless. Cool. Yeah, and yeah, make sure no don't don't just go off on your own. Make yeah. sure you <laughs> <laughs> nigga who. <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't do that. He's got he's he's trying to do it the right way. He's got yeah. business. He's got he's hired people. He's doing this legit. So mm. don't just don't pull him he's into more your trash. Than you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got managers and lawyers and accountants mm. and all types of shit. So, um, shout out to I am uh, at I am Adam Ness. Um, uh, independent artist out of the Chicago area, R&B singer. We've uh, I've had asked C Major to play a couple of songs from his uh, last album. Um, he's doing great things. A good friend of ours manages uh, his career and is doing awesome things. He's setting up to be touring in the near future. So keep an eye out on that if you love jazz infused with r&b that album is like that i think it's called sagittarius volume two give it a listen support that is it's all it's just as good as local talent i'm telling you now someone from this area is behind them pushing the buttons trying to get this career off to you know to the moon because he is very talented and deserves all of the recognition so let's get behind him and, and support his projects um, 
C major as well. I think you already mentioned yourself. CJ the Genesis. I see is still out there doing the sway moccasin. Like uh, the whole brotherhood. Uh, wait a minute. You still fuck with brotherhood or did they kick yes. you out? No. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least I'm still in the group chat. So I don't. Okay. <laughs> you really look unsure of your status. You just like, hey man. Every time I see you nigga do a new accomplishment, I like the post. C major is still on the outside looking in like a motherfucker, yeah. Not like that Bama got on hard bottoms and is fleecing hundreds of people. <laughs> Out, out of $80 oil changes This nigga <laughs> <laughs> They don't know where you stand Slim <laughs> Thank you for checking us out And listening we appreciate it What you got for us C Major Alrighty what we got right here Is the homie Atlas of the World With a track called Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Getting signaled that you have landed. I have. Atlas, you report to Houston if you have any difficulties. But I sting like a bumblebee Smoking out the Vicky Roll a sticky in a honey leaf Look at where I'm sitting All that bullshit it is under me Only want the bread I'm with the butter beat The supper beat Just trying to eat But I know they plot I keep a Glock up in my dungarees Always keep my gun on me I'm posted where the gutter be I've been in the water Like the deepest part Like submarines I'm at the top so suddenly Rapping like a mummy bee Flowing like I sprung a leak And I'ma keep on flowing Until someone come discover me I'm honestly Hotter than the oven in the summer heat I'm bubbling Tried to watch a video when that bitch started buffering Stuttering Xanis got me rolling like some tumbleweeds I'm wondering if I'm the seed to grow my mama's money tree Pussy you would wanna be I'm anything I wanna be My life is like a movie This my summary Chitty chitty bang bang Do we think the same thing? I've been getting dirty with this 30 Trying to maintain I cannot be 30 Popping 30 shelling gang gang Let's have a quick five minute. Precious just to talk <coughs> about ankles. Oh, what you?